0: We never thought as black women we would be right here, but we are. It's not something you can brush under the rug, but you've got to address this. We have been able to hold ourselves above the stereotype. And in five minutes, she took it away. Hey, hey, hey! Monique! Ah! Monique! (laughs) Bravo gods have shined upon us and have taken us off of punishment by postponing Real Housewives of of Potomac. I'm so happy to be talking about it finally. Joined with me is the incredible Mariah Smith. Hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, Doing great. Doing great. (laughs) Talk about your experience with Bravo because I know you from your um, cut articles about keeping up with the, the continuity errors, which was, just great. I used to have a Kardashian podcast, so this was like clutch information for me. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, indeed. Um, What is your, is Potomac like one of your favorite franchises? Are you into all the housewives? What's your story? So I am into a fair amount of them. I love Potomac I love New York I love Beverly Hills I dip in and out of Atlanta I keep up but I usually love to binge that Um, and I love Vanderpump Rules I'm pretty in it yeah Uh, what do you how do you feel about Sandoval is he the number one guy in the group now I think he has to be Yeah, it it only can shake out. I refuse to see Jax as the number one guy in anybody's group. So Sandoval wins out of default. (laughs) Totally agree with you. Um, Did you start with Potomac from the beginning or did you kind of like hop on the wave? I feel like everybody has gotten into it in the past like year and a half or so. Oh, I was there from day one. Yeah. (sighs) Do you have a favorite cast member? Ah, I, that is very tough. I probably would say Giselle or Karen, but I do love Monique. So I don't, I can't say. I, I truly, it's a cast where I love them all, except for Ashley and Candace. <laughs> I think that is a pretty common opinion, Um, Candace and Ashley are very, um, you know, you're either into them or you're not. Right, right. It's very divisive. They're very divisive people. Um, So let's get into the premiere episode. I think one of, like, the markers of a Great Housewives episode is when they do, like, a we're in like a present day thing and then they flash back to whatever time later. Yes. 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 A good old flash forward. as you know, you're in for a treat. Exactly. And to start off the season this way, it's like, Oh, I know that we're, we're in for some good shit right now. Right. Right. (laughs) We open up the episode. It's like shattered glass on the floor. There's a conference between all the women and, Karen and Giselle are talking about how, you know, as Black women, they hold themselves to a certain standard and above the stereotype. And in five minutes, that was taken away. <laughs> we see the screen that says seven weeks earlier. Ugh, oh, I got chills. It was it was such a beautiful opening that I had to go back and rewatch it. And I I I, I whatever journey we take to get to that point Mm -hmm. I am all in and I can't wait I completely agree um so we start off really with Monique and Chris and Chase and I have to say like Monique has the most beautiful children she they are the cutest little kids in the world they're so adorable I just wanted to eat little Chase's cheeks he's so chunky miracle Uh, Chris is they're like the best family probably my favorite family and any housewives. I think so too. She she lucked out. Yeah. So did he. Chris lucked out. Completely. They're so good that I completely negate the fact that she's like an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Believes in essential oils. I know. It's a downer, you guys, but I have to tell the whole truth. Ugh. Um, then we meet T'Challa Monique's African gray parrot absolutely obsessed that bird I I don't know why anyone would want to own a bird let alone own one when you have three kids and one is a newborn but more power to her she seemed to think that getting the parrot was a reason like the three kids were a reason for her to get a new parrot like I'm very busy and so I decided to add on to it by getting (laughs) (laughs) And the potty training of the bird. Oh, God. The fact that the bird has a leash. There Uh, are so many questions that I hope we get answered about that bird throughout the season. I I really need to know everything about T'Challa. He's, like, better trained than I am, so... (laughs) Um, so she heads over to Karen's, and we find out that the grandmom has finally made her way back to Potomac. Thank Praise God. God! Praise God! <laughs> oh God! She brings the chala with her, and of course, Karen is not having that at all. Karen's reaction was priceless. <laughs> said, what the hell? You brought a damn bird and not the baby? <laughs> Girl, uh, she the house is really nice. They ask Monique what they think. She's like, you know, it's cute for her and and Ray. Yes, so shady, so shady. Um, so we find out that the you know the grandma has been going through some things with her institution with Ray, and things are not going well. She's traveling, I don't know where, for her perfume launch, and <laughs> Ray's not having it. They're seventeen years. There's a seventeen year age difference, and that worked when they were first getting together. But now that he's like ready to retire, and she's kind of on the second wave of her career, right. there's a disconnect between them. Right. They showed this picture of her and Ray, and Ray looked like <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. Like he looked like like Anna Nicole and her oh, God. <laughs> I the only picture you could find, Ray. The poor man. I know. I felt that he looked exactly the same. Like, he has just always looked like an old man. And he's hanging on to that. Yeah, he's kind of like, like Morgan Freeman. Like, he's just always been old. Yes. <laughs> um, so then we get to Giselle and her new house. Her new under-construction home. She... Can we talk about the decor of the home? Oh, Lord. It is not my cup of tea at all, even though she describes it as, I believe, glam, which is, it totally is not. Giselle is a gorgeous woman. Like, I could only dream to be half as attractive as she is, but her taste is questionable at Ooh, best. At best. <laughs> it's like, Purples and pinks, and there was a mirrored. <laughs> I, I do not know what was she what she was thinking. Oh my god! And then she had a little white microwave on the counter, like she didn't make fun of um, Karen for having that in the yes. <laughs> and that was like a dorm size microwave. It was yes. <laughs> Um So we find out that she's back with Pastor Jamal. <laughs> a real choice. Oh, Lord. I I am eager to see them together on camera. I can't wait. I agree. And weren't there rumors during the reunion that he had, like, had another baby? I feel like I heard that, too, but I haven't been paying attention too much to their relationship. I think she denied it, but, I mean, you know, <laughs> what can you yeah. do- say? Um, the thing that I thought was like probably the most compelling thing about the episode was how not into getting their parents back together their daughters were. That it's so fascinating because I, like Giselle said, they have no frame of reference for their parents together as a couple. So I can only imagine how jarring it must be to see these two worlds of theirs collide in a way that. You assume, oh, kids want both their parents to be together. But if that's not what they've ever known, that's going to be, a, 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 you know, an utter shock to be around. Right. Like, I thought it was interesting that, one, they said that he only calls them to then call Giselle and tell, the, tell her that he called them. That was sad. Real bad. That they feel like they're, like, the third and fifth wheels in their relationship and i just wonder like how what their relationship with jamal is because we've seen their relationship with giselle and they seem right. very they seem like really good kids yeah they do and they also said like we worry about him because of his past like we, we're worried for you they know too much They do they, they... know too much which is a blessing and a curse because they know what their father has done and what he's capable of doing. So they're just looking out for their mom. Right. And I just get the feeling that he's probably not that present. I mean, he does live in Atlanta, but just didn't think he really tries much. It doesn't seem like, um, so then the producers ask her like, what makes you think that this time is going to be different? and she's like honestly like I don't really know oh this is what I thought was some bullshit so she (laughs) says that their mutual friend said like oh can you see yourself with somebody else do you see a future with somebody else other than Jamal and she's like no and he was like well you need to fix it what does she need to fix that is very very there's nothing she needed to do on her end of things and also it she Giselle, I'm sure, could see herself with a multitude of different good guys who she believes is good for her family. Like we've seen Sherman, we've seen these other guys. So it's not like he, I think Jamal is the her last hope. I just feel like it makes the most sense for who she is right now. Yeah, I, I agree. I it just makes me sad. I hope that they end up working out just for the kids at least, right. Um, so then we can get to Candace and Chris. They are touring an event space for their one year anniversary. Oh Lord. <laughs> the theme is denim and diamonds, which is more tragic than just having a one year anniversary party. <laughs> <laughs> they are trying to spend like five thousand dollars, but the lady's like, okay, well, this is gonna be twenty two grand. Yeah, uh, that's insane. <laughs> Great. I prices. No, thank you. Yeah. It's like, listen, we're on a budget. We're trying to buy a house and we're not being bankrolled by your mom anymore. Right. Up. Uh, how do you feel about Dorothy? I think she is one of the most toxic people to ever be on television. I agree. <laughs> it's, she has no, the fact that she's a psychologist or a it therapist. Doesn't, it doesn't add up. And her patients should all run for the hills. It's amazing to me that she still has any, yeah, you know, on the show, yeah, ooh their relationship, and it just like it makes it so obvious how Candace acts when that's kind of like a running theme of the episode is how Candace just lashes out at people. It's like right. clearly that's from Dorothy, right yeah. um, Candace says that she's financially independent from Dorothy now, and that the next time she takes any coin from her, she'll be going down to the bowels of hell. <laughs> So, then we get Ashley and Michael and little Michael. That or, Oh, that kid looks just like Michael. He does. It's a spinning image. <laughs> Ooh, okay, so, Ashley, and I think she says this every season, that she and Michael are now closer than ever. <laughs> We've been through drama, but now we're we're so much more in love than we ever have been. The baby really helped. Famous last year. Um, they go on a walk and Ashley goes into her spiel about how she's afraid of spiders getting into little Dean's ears. Um, squirrels attacking him. dingoes eating the baby. <laughs> the, too much breeze making him unable to breathe. I don't yeah. know if it's possible, but oh, girl. That girl. She's um, so stressed. It's real stress. She needs to chill. <laughs> and my boyfriend, Juan. Uh They're kids. They're, they're so cute. They're so cute. He's so cute. They're just a good-looking couple. They're a gorgeous couple. Gorgeous. In a way that, like, even though he's a complete fuckboy, I just want them to win. Yes, I root for them so deeply. But, like, if he, you know, if he needs to take a detour on the way to marriage... I'm here. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Robin has finally, finally grown up here after years and years of being on the show and talking about like treating remarrying Juan like it's a precious little Fabergé egg. She finally lays it down and is like, we have to get a new house, but I'm not getting a house with you unless we're married. Thank I was you. so proud and excited in that moment where she really just made it plain and made it clear for him because I think he knows like where things should be going but to hear her say it was so refreshing. Yes. And like not to put things on the woman but I, I think she's been too chill about this. Yeah. <laughs> like, too laid back in the sense that he's been he's had a lot of time. And so when he says we just have to keep growing as a couple. Like, sir. Y'all have been together for like 20 years. What are you talking about? <laughs> what more what more can y'all do to as in terms of growth? Right. You guys have been living together since you're 20. Yeah. Make it work, dude. Put a ring on it. <laughs> Ugh. He irks me, but I also would like to make out with him. <laughs> <laughs> So then we get a scene of Giselle and Candace. They're meeting at uh, some bakery to do a tasting for Candace's anniversary party. Yes. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Did Giselle attach that crown to her hat, you think, or did it come like that? I believe she commissioned an artist to create that design. A local artist? Yes. She oh I wish I wanted a stylist for her so badly. So bad. She could do she could knock it out of the park, but she chooses the weirdest clothing options that anyone could choose. Right. And she's doing a disservice and it's she's doing a disservice to herself. And I feel this way about Loni too. Like just get somebody to make your style choices for you. Yes. This is deeply upsetting to me. Um, Monique says that Giselle is trying to get more tithes and offering from the church by going to getting back with Jamal. I love this. They were both being so shady with each other. <laughs> they were. <laughs> this was so funny to me. It was like part number one of Candace's going off on people. They have been going back and forth about Giselle's renovation and Candace's house hunting. There was a clip from a, an after show where Giselle says that she caught up with Dorothy and that Dorothy said that she was getting trying to get them to pay for the house. Or that she was trying to pay for the house. or, or Something Candace, or other, yeah. And she started laughing. And then we get a pop-up of a tweet that Candace sent Giselle. said, now Giselle, as you temp- attempt to run your coins together, to make a teardown look like a home, let's not. Ooh. <laughs> Dorothy, i didn't say shit to you. Stay in your struggle. Yep. Where you're gonna live when your nine hundred thousand dollar cabin caves in? <laughs> <laughs> why? How do you even come up with stuff like that? That it, it's an, an art. It takes a true genius. <laughs> She's so evil, but it's like yeah. so good that I can't. I can't laugh. <laughs> um, so then Monique comes over to Ashley's house and sh- we get another potty training scene of her potty training her 9 month old baby which I you know what more power to her if it works then it, it, sign me up the sooner it happens the better so I'm told So yeah I exactly. Mean, it worked I, I can't believe it apparently yeah. she and Chris are coming out with some sort of ebook about it I will not be reading that. (laughs) But good luck to anybody who does. Yeah. Uh, So then Monique says, like Ashley has got like postpartum. Basically, she's saying she doesn't want to leave the house. She's so much happier being there, and that Monique's like, well, you have had a rough year with like Michael Darby squeezing anybody's Mm ass. Fun, and. Maybe you're also upset because of how Candace came at you last season. Yeah. Another tweet from Candace. Where is your income, Roach? <laughs> you get two dollars, the two dollars that you do get. I've been had jobs while you turn tricks to pay your mama's rent. Don't come for me. You won't win. Oh, lordy, lordy. Baby. <laughs> God, this was tweeted. Ashley tells us, well, Ashley was in active labor. Yeah, no, and I'm like, the timing is perfect, even though there's possibly no way Candace could have known. Right, exactly. <laughs> my God. She's like, I was being torn from one end to the next. And she had a yep. need to tweet this. My God. Um, then she says, I don't want any hamster face hoes dealing with my baby, meaning Candace, which was yes. so the editors had a blast with this episode. They really did. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um yeah. So Monique's like, you know what? I really hope that you and Candace end up making up because I was able to make up with Candace. Um we'll we'll table that comment for later. <laughs> <laughs> so then we um are at the party. They Candace and Chris. Um Candace is dressed like Courtney Stodden. Oh, my God. Those boots. I... The boots and the dress separately, you could... I I might give it to you. Together, it's a travesty. The dress was like me going to homecoming in 2002. Yes. Uh, The boots were... uh, Yeah, they were both very distinct choices. And pairing of them together. But listen, what are you going to do when you decide it's denim and diamonds except for show up and show out in the worst possible outfit? (laughs) I mean, Chris wasn't doing much better. He was in like a white Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, that was tough to watch as well. (laughs) Even Candace said that he had Jodice earrings on, which he (laughs) did. Oh my gosh. Um, Surprise, surprise. Dorothy shows up and we learn that she and Candace are not on the best of terms. Right. Dorothy's figured out her wig situation, so I'm happy about that. Small wins. (laughs) Truly. A small win, because her wigs have been like, did you drop them in a lake before you got... (laughs) I don't... You had all this money and yet... It's not working out. Your daughter has a hair company. Why is it that? Um... So, we find out that Candace and Chris were able to cut corners on the budget by doing a cash bar. Oof. Excuse me. That that was totally out of character for them. But I guess in character, given the fact that they don't have any money anymore. And the irony of you saying that people have to rub two pennies together, and you're calling people roaches and talking about how their house is going to cave in. Yep. And you, you out here with the cash bar. Right. I, I I can't even remember the last time I've I've had to have a cash bar. Well, I, I don't attend functions with them. Thank you. Put it on the invitation so yeah. I can <laughs> not have I can go. I w- I was telling a friend like, why didn't they just have it in Sharice's champagne room? That exactly. Was... Have it at someone's house. Why did it have to be a big production? Like rent out a backyard you could rent you could airbnb a home yeah people. and call it a day call it a day Ooh, cheap. cheap 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 um then we meet the new housewife wendy we just get a glimpse of her yes karen is not feeling her and i see to- what did karen say about her she said she wasn't impressed yeah, she said that they have done, they've been on the same boards together, they've done functions together, and that she was not impressed. Ooh, so I'm eager to see where that goes. I, I love a Karen shady face. Yes. there's some heat behind it. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, Candace pulls Giselle aside, because they didn't really resolve things from the cake tasting. Right. Giselle was like, well, you didn't apologize for that like heinous tweet that you sent me about my house. And also I think you need to apologize to Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Another great editing move, a flashback from the reunion, all of these little snippets come out. Bed wench, concubine yeah. allowance, bust you upside your raggedy head, um, hoe tire, which is a nice little word. Uh, <laughs> ass my personal favorite, forehead in my business. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, I need to know, like, how long she thinks of these things before she says them. I feel like it's just straight away, right off the top of the dome. If Nick Cannon hadn't had Wild and canceled, she should. <laughs> um, so then Monique comes out and she wants to know about Jamal Giselle's being very cagey about the situation. Yeah, she doesn't want to talk about it. And Monique's just like, "Well, what I thought was odd was that you just seemed like in a really good space. So I'm kind of surprised that you would get back with your cheating ex-husband." Right. Just <laughs> um, then Charisse makes an appearance, which seems to piss Monique off. Um, she's like, "Well, was Charisse even invited to the wedding?" And then. She alludes to Charisse saying bad things about Monique and her family, but then she doesn't want to talk about it. I it's tried to, a lot. Yeah, I tried to find out what that was, but I don't know. But I heard that the reason for the fight was because of things with Charisse. Oh, right, right, right. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, so when Karen. Karen's face when she finds out there's a cash bar. <laughs> Priceless. Priceless. Two great reactions from Karen this week. The cash bar and the bird. We are not worthy. I used to really not like Karen in season one, but she's really grown on me. She is the truly the best. I can't see this franchise without her. At all. Ugh, I, I truly love her so much. So... We're at the end of the episode. It's time for the speeches. Candace gets a microphone. I was scared that she was going to start singing because, you know, that's what she's want to do. Yes. She says that she wants to have people talk about their marriages. So she brings up her mom and her favorite person, Karen Huger. <laughs> and Giselle and I have the same question. Of when did that happen? Exactly. Like what? It's such a bold statement. Is Karen anybody's favorite person? I, oh not God. even Ray's. <laughs> not even Raven, her daughter. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, Karen gets on the mic and tells all her business, which is a she. New- she needed an outlet. Right. It did not take much because I feel like Karen keeps her institution tight and yeah. Locked. And she told all of her business. All of it. Um, Said so they're digging in, dusting things off, working on things. Do you think that Ray might be cheating on her? Ooh, I don't think so. I don't think he has the energy to do that. <laughs> well, remember there were rumors that maybe she was cheating on him with, like, a white guy? Yeah, yeah. Her driver? But then it was... I I th- that is easier to believe but him cheating on her I can't it, I I just my mind won't see it You're right. My mind doesn't want to see it at all. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So maybe Dorothy. Wow. Dorothy starts off saying, Chris, you're such a decent human being. And I'm so happy that you get to make love with my daughter. Nothing she says should ever be said. Um, How do you get a degree. I want everything she has needs to be revoked and brought in front of the board of medicine and they need to see exactly what they did wrong with giving this woman any authority over anyone's mental health. Right. Can the Bravo producers like put together a supercut of all of her behavior? Right. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> i just have real questions real real questions i actually did an episode uh with my friend where we were talking about the relationship between candace and dorothy yeah and i did a quick google about um of dorothy's practice it's in atlanta and there were a lot of complaints about how unprofessional everything i was- believe it <laughs> there was a somebody who said that this wasn't they didn't explicitly say it was Dorothy but one of the um, therapists fell asleep during their session oh my gosh (laughs) Uh, but nobody answers the phone that the receptionists are really rude sounds right (laughs) up Dorothy's alley (laughs) exactly I just, I really need to know. I, I don't know how stringent the board of therapists are, but I, I just... Will. Yeah. Um, Giselle is like, can somebody take the microphone from this woman? <laughs> Giselle's at her best when she's like peanut gallery. Oh my God, absolutely. When she can provide the commentary, we're in good hands. <laughs> oh my gosh. There was a conversation from a couple seasons ago... I think this was at Karen's press conference. <laughs> and Ashley said, is uh, Ray gonna be indicted? And Karen says, Is Michael gonna be indicted for waving his dingling all on the grinder? Ooh, <laughs> yeah. You can hear Giselle say dingling. Who still says dingling? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um so then Dorothy continues on saying I'm not gonna make it about me but I have been married for 35 years um that was a span of two husbands but that's okay the years still count apparently (laughs) I hope to be able to say that at some point in the future (laughs) um multiple people in the crowd ask for a fold up folded up napkin for Candace to cry into Yes, so they know that's her MO. <laughs> Did you say at one point she fully bent over so she could just cry onto the floor? Yes. <laughs> that's a, that's I guess a, a simple way not to ruin your makeup. <laughs> don't don't get any teardrops on my denim thigh highs. Yes. Or this crystal covered <laughs> tissue paper I'm wearing. <laughs> Oh, my God. And that was the end of the episode. What wow. it well, was like a strong episode, right? It was. It was a great open, and it was a beautiful way to be reacclimated with the ladies. And I, it made us, I think, it kept us on edge and excited for what's to come this season. Because things are slowly brewing, and you can feel that in the atmosphere. Yeah. There was like a... a shot of Monique in the crowd and the screen just went gray. Yeah. of Bad things to come. Are you, just having not even seen the fight, team Monique or team Candace? I already know I'm team Monique. It would take a lot for me to turn into team Candace, and if it happens, I'm open to it. Mm-hmm. But at this present time, I feel like Monique is such a special soul that I have to be team Monique. And it could be because I love her family so much. <laughs> I agree. I heard that initially after the fight that like Giselle and then by proxy Robin and Giselle were both like very mad at Monique. And I think Karen was too. But I think Ashley might be on team Monique. I'm I'm very interested in seeing what happens because it seemed like Monique was the one who everybody was pointing the fingers at. True. But maybe she had a reason to do what she did. I do you know how many tweets that I saw of like I cannot wait to see Monique put hands on can Exactly. It's like she's doing what we all wish we could. Right. And also like we know that Giselle stays on the wrong side of history so <laughs> not to be trusted (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh thank you so much for coming on of course it was lovely chatting with you tell everybody where they can find you Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Mariah 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 or on Twitter at Mariah M-R-I-A-H yeah those are my two my two homes all right. Well, thank you so much again, and you have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye.